This Three Beards Media Podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the podcast. Nailed it! Welcome to the world of Three Beards Media Podcast. We're thrilled to announce that all of our podcasts are now broadcasted live by the Betfred Sports Studio, the official sports book of Three Beards Media. So don't miss a minute of the action and be sure to download the Betfred app today to get the best odds on all your sports betting. With the Betfred Sports Studio, you can enjoy the excitement of our podcast while placing your bets and winning big. Get ready for an unforgettable sports experience. Hey everybody, welcome to episode three of Like Father, Like Daughter. I am your co-host, Chris. This is my daughter, Caitlin. Caitlin, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Uh, Took a nap today. Can't remember the last time I took a good nap like that where (laughs) I'm groggy waking up and I just want to keep sleeping. I think it was a good two-hour nap too. Well, it's Mother's Day, so of course uh, we had big uh, plans with with mom today with with Stacy and uh, at one point after you left to go over to Walker's parents' house, uh, I looked over and she was snoozing on the couch and I was like, looks like a perfect Mother's Day to me. So yeah. uh, happy Mother's Day, uh, especially to uh, to Stacy, uh, my wife, as I said in the Facebook post earlier, I could not ask for a better woman to, uh, to raise uh, our kids and to be a teacher and an advocate and all the other things that she does, she kills it at that as, as well. And of course, we would be remiss if we did not wish a happy Mother's Day to Grandma, who is thriving and in so much better. And I am so grateful and thankful. I know people were listening to uh, What's on My Mind there for a while with my mom. Um, and she is now living with my sister D in Makokoda, and she is absolutely a different person. And I am so grateful to to Aunt D. So yeah, living her best life. Happy Mother's Day to Aunt D and all my aunts. That's right, absolutely. Yes. So Mother's Day, we went to mass this morning. Uh, we uh, did some shopping. Mom and uh, mom wanted to do some shopping, so we went and did some shopping. And it turns out that I, I'm the only one that bought some. So, did you go to Kohl's? We did not go to Kohl's. Uh, we went to uh, we went to stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, and first thing we ran into at stuff was practically a brand new garden tiller uh, that had never been used that was on sale. And I showed it to Stacy, and she's like. Uh, and I said, look, we can put this in our new shed. And she's like, you're already filling that damn shed up. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to swear. Also, we've been told that uh, by Josh that I swear too much on this podcast and I need a swear jar for any time that I swear on the podcast. So right, I told right. him that, uh, unfortunately, I don't get enough money from sponsors that's going to cover that. So I'm probably going to lose money on this deal. <clears throat> so... Speaking of sponsors, of course, everything here is broadcast live from the sports book, Betfred Sportsbook Studio, and our primary title sponsor, Revelton Distilling Company, uh, and of course, our uh, other sponsors who are kind enough, Kyle Lehman at Wintrust Mortgage and Brown Dogs Farms. Get your spicy ranch and hot sauce and stuff from them. So 
with that, we're going to start off with our Revelton uh, distillery segment. Um, you can check out uh, Rob and Christy down there uh, in Osceola. Uh, we went a couple weeks ago uh, and got some rye whiskey, and um, Rob actually uh, did another podcast that I'm listening to uh, called uh, Something About the Entrepreneurs. It's really good. I'll send out a link here later uh, if you guys want to check that out. So. All right, Caitlin, our first... Oh, we got a comment. Travis is already on it. Is that a shower curtain behind Chris? It is not. It is a set of curtains. They're curtains. There's a window. Uh, do they split in half? I think you right? got to show them that. Yes, they split in half. Yes, so there you go. A nice egress window back there um, for all the for all the watchers on, on the live. So, uh, okay, Uh of course, uh, first segment, Revelton Distilling Company will play their ad and we'll come back and then we're going to talk about the best thing that's happened to us in the last two weeks. Of course, in honor of Stacy, who wants us to be positive. So that's what we're going to do. So with that, here is Revelton. At Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33-foot-tall custom-made still, right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn, and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm-to-flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. Okay, Caitlin, best thing yeah. that's happened to you since our last episode? Oh, goodness, I feel like so long in between episodes, it's hard for me to think of something. Uh... Oh, you know what? We'll uh, share a little. I I don't drink very often, or if I do, I, I only stop at one or two. And last week I uh, was over at Walker's house and drinking with his parents. And I may have had a few too many glasses of wine and a shooter of fireball on a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, I was... Uh, Woke up at 3 a.m. on Friday, just feeling awful. But um, I had some liquid IV, thankfully. My headache went away. So, I, you know, some people would describe that as a bad experience, but it really brought me back to junior year of college when I went out every Thursday night. <laughs> Only this time I got to sit on a couch, so. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you got to sit? Oh, because you were at the bar. Because I was, the... yeah. Yeah, oh. normally I was at the bar or walking around or getting a gyro. There were no gyros. I mean, that's the only downfall of drinking on a Thursday now is. I'm sorry, what you're you're eating a gyro? Where where is this? At? Oh, uh, you know, a little cart vendor. He operates <laughs> till two a.m. on Welch Ave. What? <laughs> yeah, and he sells the most delicious gyros. I mean, I wouldn't know. I I didn't do the party scene when I was in college. I was no. 
Uh, I think they were only like six bucks too. I mean, partially because I was already living at home and going driving back and forth. Yeah, yeah, no, they had a they had a Euro cart, and my one of my friends, Serena, said it was you know her favorite part about going out was she had to make sure she stopped for a Euro. That's insane. That's crazy. Even in the winter, dudes out there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a line. There's a line. That's weird. Never, I've never heard of that before. Oh. Uh, I would say probably for me, uh, man, there were so many nice things that happened the last few weeks. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, the fact that we went to Harlan to go celebrate grandpa's birthday, 84th birthday yesterday. Yeah, that was Um, great fun. And walking in the backyard and just seeing all of his, uh, uh, all the babies that were there, you know, cause yeah, <laughs> uh, Connie's got a full house of grandkids now with with, uh, I know. with three babies. Well, four, I guess, because Luke's the, the oldest and he's yeah. probably only two and a half, I think. I think he turns three in December. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm like the one cousin who's behind behind on the ball in that game. It's a little weird being that you're all your cousins who are the same age carrying around these cute little babies. I know. Right. And I'm. Like, hey guys, yeah. uh, <laughs> it exploded too. Like, let me hold you. Yeah, it was. It let within... me hold your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emily said, she said, Well, I was like, Oh, well, now I kind of want one. She's like, Well, if you ever get to that feeling again, I'll let you come, I'll call you at 2 a.m. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Travis said that, uh, uh, those euros would have been 35 cents back in the day when I went to college, which is probably a good thing that I didn't find them because I'd have got even fatter than I already did. Um, I, uh, my go-to thing to eat in college was Rocky Rococo's. You ever heard of Rocky Rococo's pizza? No, I thought it was Da Vinci's or something. Michael, like, oh, yeah, you tell yeah. me okay. that story. Okay, so that, all right, I'll, I'll tell you that story and then, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. Um, that's right, Travis says don't rush into that, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. You're right, we've had that discussion. I'm good. Uh, so... Okay, so there was a pizza place in Ames called Da Vinci's. And my uh, roommate and I, we would always have this other guy on our floor. We lived in Towers. He would always, he had unlimited funds from his parents. Let's just put it that way. So he would always order the pizza and we'd always order it from Da Vinci's. Well, he'd write a check. And so one time he had to call his mom to have mom put some money in the account. And when she went to go check the account and looked at all the canceled checks, there was a bunch of checks in there to Da Vinci's. And he was an art major, and he had told her that it was the art store. So that's and so she just kept putting money in there. So we would just order pizza from the art store. True story. That's what that. Mm. Guy um, and for the uh, sorry. favorite place to eat names oh. when you were in college. Mm. It was probably Great Plain Sauce and Dough. Really? Oh, yeah. Great Plain Sauce and Dough. For uh, I'm sure a lot of people uh, that are ISU fans here know all about it. But for any of you guys that aren't, Great Plain Sauce and Dough is still there. Um, it is uh, on Main Street in Ames. In downtown and, Ames. In downtown Ames. And they had... This pizza called 
the Denver style pizza. I'm gonna bring it up here. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you're making me hungry. I know, right? Uh, and it was right here. This was the deep dish pizza called Denver style pizza. And what oh, you would do is wheat crust. Oh yeah, it was wheat crust, and you would. My old buddy Scott Woodruff would, I mean, to this day, loves this pizza. Um, and what you would do is, is you would go and you would get honey. They'd have little things of honey on the table. And then you would eat the eat the pizza. And then when you get to the crust, you just pour honey all over it. And you would eat that. Um, so that you, was re- The way I ate it is you, you pour honey on your plate and mix a little Parmesan <clears throat> cheese in there. That. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Done that before. But I had mentioned Ro- Rocky Rococo's. Rocky Rococo's was right down the street in Ames. And I would literally order pizza there. And it would cut, it was square. And it had the biggest chunks of meat on it. It was so good. And this is what it looked like. And it was delicious. It was so good. Look at that. Amazing. It had like... A, it it kind of reminds me of school pizza. Yeah, a little bit. Only it was way thicker, way better. Stuff like that. So Yeah. Travis says, I remember when I went to visit Chris in college with Grandpa Unannounced. There was pizza boxes and beer cans all over and like five people in this tiny dorm. We stayed for like 10 minutes and I got to listen to Grandpa Honey bitch about it all the way back to Des Moines. <laughs> all right, I'll tell a funny story because this brings up a different story. Um, we used to have, I uh, probably, I, uh, screw it. You're 24 years old. See, Josh, I almost cussed. I almost said the F word, but I remembered I had put money in the swear jar. So we had, <clears throat> this feeds off of Travis's story because there's a similar story with grandma. So we had this house award when you lived in Dorn, when you lived in Helzer, did you ever have a house award? No. You didn't. We didn't talk. No, honestly, I nobody talked to each other. Nobody kept their doors open. Okay, so we would no. have a meeting every Monday. In the yeah, we were supposed at, to have meetings. We, we would have did. a meeting in between. Uh, we would all sit down in in the towers. You would go come up in the elevators, and you would walk off the elevators, and there'd be a little open area, and then there were just hallways on the other side where the, where all the dorms were. So we would mm-hmm. all sit inside there, right? And we'd have our, our meetings, and at the end of every meeting they would have a house award and you would nominate somebody from the floor, whoever did something stupid or dumb or got in trouble or whatever. And then we would vote to see who won the house award. Mm -hmm. Well, um, my roommate won it. Uh, Do you remember what for? I do remember what for he, I nominated him because he was so inebriated one night that he decided to pee on our couch, thinking that it was the bathroom, and oh, my it didn't, yeah, you're... and my and my backpack just happened to be sitting there with all my brand new school books that I had spent four hundred dollars on. So, needless to say, he had to replace that. Um, anyways, so I nominated him, and the uh, I you've had to have seen this photo of my uh, college dorm people out front. Yes. Yep. It's, it's a gigantic, it was probably a four foot long double ended sex toy. Let's just put it that way. So uh, it was like foam rubber and it was carved into a double ended sex toy. 
So we had lofted our beds in our room, right? So these little rungs were underneath the bed. And so we just hung it underneath there so that both ends would hang down over the couch. The new couch that we bought, by the way. We bought a new couch. <clears throat> so it was a it was later that week. It was that weekend coming up, and grandma and grandpa came up. Unannounced. Unannounced. <laughs> I think they were coming to bring me lunch or, or to take me out to lunch or something. I don't know. And mom walked in that room. Grandma walked in that room. And there was empty old Milwaukee's best cans everywhere because we were dirt poor. We drank old Milwaukee's best. <laughs> and that double ended sex toy was sitting in there. And mom walked two feet into the room, walked back out, said, Melvin, I'm going to the car. I'm never stepping foot in there ever again. <laughs> and she didn't. <clears throat> and then we went to lunch. So, Travis, not the first time that um, he showed up unannounced and left pretty unhappy. So uh, it was not it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I think I said this to you before. I don't remember. I remember moving you in. Yeah. Um, and that whole experience of moving you in, I do not remember being moved into my dorm. Really? I still, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I remember, <clears throat> you know, like that story. I remember times where dad would, would bring me home. Um, <clears throat> but I don't remember. I don't remember move in day or move out day. I don't remember any of that. Mm. On any of those, on, 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 on either two years that I had. I really don't remember. There. Yeah, because I was up there my freshman year, and then I moved out in between second, first and second semester of my sophomore year. I don't remember moving out then either. So it's weird that I don't remember that. But yeah, so no, I remember I only that lived night. In the dorm one year. I remember that night when I went to my first party. Um, but we'll, really, oh uh, yeah, you you've heard this story. Yeah, but you went to a party your first <clears throat> night. See, that's like what what Bridget and I tried to do, but you know, I think we just weren't in a very social dorm. Surprising, or on a social floor. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a different too. time back yeah. then. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have social media. You didn't have connections to home. Um, you you didn't have anything. No, Travis, yeah. the cement mixer night was was later. When I was living at home with mom and dad, uh, and I was working at uh, at uh, Video Warehouse, and my buddy Jeff Skalicki and I used a fake ID to get into Doc and Eddie's. I no, you you said that uh, before four they didn't card or something like. Oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Before four o'clock, Doc and Eddie's would not card people, so we would go in there at about three thirty. And just party all night. Yes, I, I ordered a, a cement mixer and the next morning proceeded to, to throw up so bad and dry heave for 45 minutes that I broke both blood vessels around my eyeballs. And I that's another story. Grandma was like knocking on the door going, are you all right? She was all concerned and whatever else. And she went down and um, uh, the... Um, and and Melvin grandpa was like, Mom said, I think he's really sick. And dad's like, He ain't sick. He was out drinking all night. And then grandma proceeded to call me a selfish son of a bitch because I was 
and hoped that it was worth it. So <clears throat> mom says she removes into towers, three floors of women, seven floors of men. That worked for me. Uh, well, and you guys even had like brother and sister floors or something like that, right? Okay, yeah. So we had brother and sister floors. So uh, I've told we didn't this story have any before. Of that. What we, we did. didn't have? I, no, yeah, we you, didn't have that. So, and I think that was more of an informal thing, right? Like, yeah, the, the 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 leaders of the of the floor that were returning had friends down there, and they kind of coordinated stuff. But mm -hmm. I will tell you, uh, so. Mm -hmm. Going back to the House of Wards story, um, you know how they gave out the first House Award? Have I ever told you the story, how they gave out the first House Award? No. So uh, our house floor, or our sister floor, was, the I think, the third floor in that building. And every freshman had to go down to that floor and knock on the door and ask one of the girls for their underwear for a, a, a set of underwear and whoever had the worst set of underwear coming back got the house award. Now I'm pretty sure they probably ahead of time worked it out with some of these people. I mean, but at the time, let me set the scene for you. Uh, I didn't ever have a girlfriend. Uh, I was fat and dumpy and I got to go down and ask some random girl for their underwear. So you can just set the scene. So I go down there and uh, I knock on the door and I said, I still remember exactly what I said. I said, hey, you don't know me, but I need a pair of your panties. That's what I said. And the girl looked at her roommate and said, should we give him the good stuff? And I said, yes, you should. Don't even at this point, I at this to this day, I don't remember what they gave me, but I did not lose, so it must have been good. So, <laughs> can I say you meet some good oh, friendships on goodness. there? Mom's mom's still good friend, David Larson, was on her brother floor freshman year. So, shout out to Davey, ran the Norwalk 10K on Saturday. Pass, so, right? Hard pass on that. That's right, exactly. Where uh, Shipley's aren't built for running. <laughs> Right. As I told Michelle Benchotter one time when she asked me if I wanted to do the Farrell's uh, one-year challenge, I said, I'm building this body for power, not for speed, so I'm not running a mile <laughs> over again. No. Not going to happen. Okay. So those are, your, those are your stories. I can't believe you never heard that story before. And not the first, uh, not the <clears throat> first floor one, the first house award one. Yeah. No, see, you know, mine was I uh, was really scared to even leave my dorm. I lived off ramen because Bridget went back home. She moved in and then she had things planned on going on town and she had a car. Oh, I remember so that. Stayed. You were up there for like the first was, four days all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't leave. I did a lot of FaceTiming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched a lot of friends and I ate whatever snacks I had in uh, the cabinet because I was too scared to go to the dining hall. I, I straight up did not eat real food for like four days. Yikes. It was oh, you awful. Did, the last episode and you I did was talk about down. the substation at the, at the UDIC. I can't believe you oh, didn't go over there. Yeah, well, no, that's because I had to have somebody go with me and I wasn't about to make a friend <laughs> on my floor, you know. The only time I left my dorm room was to go 20 feet down the hall to the bathroom, which had urinals in it, by the way. <laughs> What's that? So, what's the big deal? It about was that? an all-girls floor. 
Oh, and there were urinals in there? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that well, maybe because they switched those I think, around. Uh, well, I they think those floors used to be around. an all boys dorm at some point. Or a long they switched time ago. those floors around too, maybe. I mean, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, I don't know, but there were urinals in there. Well, and at one point I think there was co ed floor there was co ed floors when I went there too. Mm. So I mean, I mean they, there were no like rules in my dorm. I mean I was, gosh, she was, I was talking to a friend from work and she told me that she lived on a dry campus. <laughs> Travis wants to know if you use the urinals. She's shaking her head yes for the audio audience. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. we can. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell that at the float when we come over, Travis, and we go floating yeah. down the river. We'll, we'll t she'll tell the story. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Uh, okay. So let's go ahead and, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, your freshman year, I always wondered about this now that you're out of school and whatever. And I had privately had talked to mom about it. Do you think that, I mean, I'm sure you don't regret anything, but do you think no. that you feel cheated now looking back because you were, you had a boyfriend back in, in high school that was still there and you didn't really get the experience a lot of the things that you yeah did. um and, I think and, it was tough and I wouldn't and obviously I wouldn't have changed it because now like where I'm at right and it taught me a lot um safe feel cheated not really um I think I really got to experience being single in college when it was fun anyway yeah um i'm and honestly moving out of the dorms was the best thing to happen to me yeah. uh first of all the dorms were super expensive and the meal plans and all that jazz like yeah. i don't the only time i ever wished i had a dorm was when i had like a three-hour gap between classes or a four-hour gap between classes because then i'd have to drive back to my apartment but then i got a hammock and i just took a nap on campus right um but as for like having a, a significant other going in um i think my experience would have been very different had i not and i think but it also helped that my roommate bridget she was she is and was dating Logan at the time and they're still together. So, right. I mean, I had somebody who was going through something similar. I mean, he wasn't in school still, but he lived in a different town. So she had to travel to go see him or he had to come up to our dorm. So I think had we both been single in some crazy universe, um, <clears throat> our experiences would have been a lot different for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I just had always wondered, I kind of felt like, Maybe you didn't get the full experience or whatever. I know sometimes I look back and go, <clears throat> I didn't, you know, I didn't do the, I, I wish, <clears throat> not that I wouldn't have met your mom because then I wouldn't have, you know, you and Tyler and, and, and that whole deal. But I do wish that I would have experienced some of the things that like mom experienced, right? Like going to the bars with the friends and, right. and I hear, and I hear, you know, a lot of people on Twitter talk, about oh they used to you know Thursday night mug night at you know or right. whatever and I I never really experienced that because I yeah. I went to to go live in Ankeny and drove back and forth every day and right no so I'm, I miss that right I, I yeah. wish that I would have I mean well, I, and then I wish I, I would have experienced that because that's part of the college life to be able to right well that. and then it 
I mean, and then it helped that I was dating somebody who was supportive of me having those colleges experiences yeah. after that, after that first initial boyfriend, when I was my freshman year, the beginning of my junior year, middle of my junior year, I started dating someone else. Yeah. And I had, I would say, okay, I'm going out and they'd be like, have fun. He'd be like, have fun, right. you know, get yeah. home safe. And and then at that point I was living in an apartment. And so we always had a ride there. I didn't have to walk. Yeah. Um, and then I could kind of be, you know, I could make food and we didn't have to stop anywhere. So right. I definitely think, and then senior year as well, it was kind of, I missed it a lot during student teaching because I was still a student, but I was working every day and I saw my friends going out and you know, my friend Jenna graduated this year and she posted a picture of her last mugs and yeah, just uh, makes me miss it a little bit, but I'd probably feel like an old lady going out again. Right. <laughs> I'm in bed by, uh, by right now at this time <laughs> usually, so. <laughs> That's what a real job in adulthood will do to you. It'll take the yeah, life absolutely. right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to get uh, our next uh, sponsor, Brown Dogs Farms. Check them out at browndogsfarms.com. They have all kinds of great um, hot sauces and ranch and spicy ranch. Uh, they were at uh, Bacon Fest this weekend. Um, they are every Saturday at the Farmer's Market, downtown at the Farmer's Market. Um, and uh, I'm going to take some back uh, to Aunt Dee and Travis and stuff. Uh, I'll pick some up and take them back uh, oh, yeah. when we go back uh, in two weeks. So let's get... Uh, a quick word from them and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk spicy topics. We're actually going to talk about your memories of what it was like when I was a single dad and whether or not you thought I did a good job or not. So right. uh, we will hear from Brown Dogs Farms. Brown Dogs Farm are Norwalk, Iowa made hot sauces and dressings. Brown Dogs Farm was born out of the dream to emulate the simple life of Rob's grandparents who inspired him with their hard work and abundant gardens. Rob and Amanda set out to create a unique blend of fruit and pepper that would satisfy the part of the brain that craves great flavor without sacrificing the spice of the peppers. Sweet, but still packing heat. With combinations like jalapeno green apple, habanero peach, cherry rhubarb reaper, and other great flavor combinations, there is a spice and flavor that is right for any party or get together. BDF also has homemade versions of their classic and spicy ranch that are one of a kind. You can order all of those and more online at www.browndogsfarm.com and ask your local grocery to stock up. All right, we're back. Uh, again, go check those guys out. They're in Hy-Vees, Fairways, all over central Iowa. You can order them online. Uh, really good stuff. And the beauty of it is it's a small little company. Uh, Rob is super great. Uh, and Amanda is awesome. So, well, that um, jalapeno green apple sounded real good. Right. Oh, Dave Larson's in true. He said when it came to, uh, Stacy talking about, uh, uh, being Her a brother floor. floor. Yeah. So again, Dave, now you're joining us. I gave you a shout out for running that 10 K you're a better man than I am. So, uh, I wanted to talk about, um, so I was talking to a friend of ours, um, and he was, um, he basically was just talking about how, um, he, uh, I think sacrifices some things, uh, 
that aren't super important, but some people think are important to make uh, uh, to be a happier dad uh, for his daughter. He's uh, he's a single dad. And, you know, I told him, I said, that's probably one of the most important things is uh, being happy and being in a better place. You can always be a better parent. And I've I've always said and you and I have talked about this and we're transparent yeah. about it. Uh, I wasn't a very good husband to your mom. Uh, I was kind of a dick. I was kind of a jerk. I, uh, there were a lot of faults on her end, but I knew at some point I had to be out of that toxic relationship in order to be a better father to you and Tyler. Right. I don't think that, uh, you ever knew that. I don't think that you ever saw that, but I think you could probably see a difference once. I was, uh, I was away from that. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the memories I have, cause it was also right after you had your gastric bypass. So right. we were yeah. eating healthier. You know, I think I cried cause you got silk chocolate milk and not regular. <laughs> For God's sakes. I don't That's know. good stuff, man. That good that almond. You know, as an adult, stuff. I can appreciate it now. But <laughs> when you're seven years old and you're used to drinking full fat AE, you know, right? <laughs> that's oh, I know. Difference. Right? No, honestly, um, <clears throat> I. But there and there's a picture of me. I don't know if you can find it's in your Facebook album. Me and the kids. See if you can pull it up. Um, where we're cooking uh, shrimp risotto. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. I'm in a black shirt. It's on, I know it's on your Facebook album. Yeah. Keep talking. Um, and I just remember us having so much fun and we had music playing. And that was just not anything that I had experienced with you previously. Um, you know, it was a lot of arguing in the kitchen. Yeah, a, a lot of, uh, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing in my room or go hang out with Tyler or go outside, right. you know, outside a lot because then I wasn't in the house. Right. So when that change happened, it, it was a really big change because not only were we changing, I mean, we were changing a lifestyle going from a two parent household to a one parent household um, to two separate one parent single parent households. Um there it is. Yep, there's the picture in those beautiful yep. cabinets. Yeah, we and you decided that each the nights because uh, our schedule was, oh gosh, that one's not as good. <laughs> the schedule was on Wednesday, third Thursdays, and every other weekend we were at your house. How about that one? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, we were at your house. Yeah. And. Uh, so <clears throat> you decided that on Wednesday nights, either me or Tyler would cook dinner and then we would switch off on Thursday nights just yep. so that we had mm -hmm. quality time with you. And I think that really started a growth and a bond between you and I. Um, that's, I think, where it started. When you became a single father, that's when you became a good, I mean, not that you weren't a good father, that's when you became the best father. You know, that's when you became the father, I think, that you always wanted to be and that you had always envisioned. And the, the you were happier in the house. Uh, the house was just a different vibe, uh, a more positive vibe. There wasn't the toxicity of the relationship. 
And that's right. not disparaging on, Absolutely on my mom. Absolutely not. That it was just that's when when you two were together, it it was rough and it was hard as a child to navigate that. And your mom and I both were happier. The, right. the two the two single parent yeah. households were yes. both more positive because right you weren't together anymore. Yeah, your mom and I have I, I have a lot of fond memories of your mom and I uh early on there's a lot of fun stories and, and and laughter that we had and things like that but at the end right it, we we were just not good people and and my my problems and my anxiety and the things that I was upset about was then turning around and making me not be a very good father I was and, short, it, and, and it wasn't even intentional no not I at don't all. think it, no. you know like you in that moment no. it wasn't until the divorce had happened and you guys had separated that right. you had, you had realized the position that you could, you know, that right. you're in now. And yep. so, and, and to our, to my friend that, that I'm, I'm kind of referencing, I just, I guess I want him to understand that you don't have to, if you're a, if you're in a better spot mentally and happier, that's the best thing that you can give your kid. No amount absolutely, of money, absolutely. no amount of money can can change that. Absolutely. Um, and I think it even yeah, like the you're the right. Biggest, it, yeah, it, the bigger I, shift even happened when we once we got out of that house too. Like it was like a yeah when we moved start. right when we moved into the house on McKinley and it was truly the first house that was ours, and the, some of those memories were gone. Um, were amazing. Those were yeah. those. And we, I mean, at that point I was dating Stacy and right. I was in a little better place, but I also remember, listen, we we've talked about it before and we don't have to get into deep discussions no. about it, but I, uh, I met somebody and thought that that was going to be the greatest thing ever. And three months later, I realized that was a terrible mistake. Um, and I knew at that point I needed to change who I was, but I also had to look at what I did wrong in my marriage and fix those because I only then would I be able to meet somebody that deserved what I was able to offer. Right. I think I'm a good father. I think I'm a good person. Um, so that's kind of how I carried myself. And what I did was, is I focused on, the girls. I, yeah. I focused on you and Tyler and what, and, and building that relationship with, with you guys and the bond with you guys. And when, you know, I listen, grandpa said, has said all the time, uh, doing the easy thing isn't always right. And doing the right thing isn't always easy. The okay. easy thing probably would have been to just stay in a toxic marriage because divorce is hard and starting over is hard. Um, but it wasn't the right thing to do. And I, and, and I can remember, I was the one, if we're being a hundred percent transparent, I was the one that asked for the divorce. Uh, and I cried for four days straight alone in the basement every night because I felt like I was tearing my family apart. And I'll never forget when we sat you kids down and told you, 
if you remember, I don't even know that you remember this, but if you remember, we used to have family game night every Sunday night. We'd go down in the basement. We had that that poker table. We would bake cookies or something, and we would play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember your first response was, what are we going to do about family game night? And man, did I want to go throw up. But I knew we were going to be, I was going to be a better father. That was superficial. That sitting at a game night was superficial. Yeah. It was, it was masking the problems that we had. Mm-hmm. I knew that we were going to build more memories by being closer together and being a happier person. So, yeah, I think my memory of that night was I was sitting in mom's lap and Tyler was sitting with you and you just told us and I my immediate reaction was, oh, my goodness, I did this because I don't know if you remember and you used to come home and give mom a kiss and I would always get in between you guys and drive you apart and you guys would, you know, play it up, make it funny. And then you stopped doing that. And then I thought, and then the divorce came and I was, and I thought was, oh my goodness, I had physically driven them apart, you know, in my, I think I was six or seven. I was in first grade when you guys went, you know, uh, no, I was in second grade. So I was seven or eight, but in my mind, you know, the kids, I think it's very, um, every child goes through that. What is it my fault? Right. Did I do something? And and I had conversations with Tyler about this years ago, but Tyler thought it was his fault. Right. And I thought it was my fault. Um, but in reality, when you grow up and you think back, you know what the what the real issues were. Um, but and you never and and I had said at that conversation. And I, or maybe Tyler did, or both of us, we had said, well, what did we do wrong? Right. Well, every kid and, and, and you and mom were very good about making it clear that it wasn't right. our fault. Yeah. It wasn't. And that, and that, uh, you said we just fell out of love and, and that stuck with me. That's what stuck with me. And that really is what happened. I yeah. mean, we just became different people. I think. I think a lot of people think that it happened because I got uh, gastric bypass and I was looking to get out of it because, and that wasn't the case. When I got gastric bypass, I did it because I was going to die. I, I remember having a conversation with grandpa um, and saying that he was afraid I was going to get the surgery. He's like, because it, it's dangerous and you could die. And I said, dad, I'm a hundred percent guaranteed I'm going to die of what I've got right now. Right. And I mean, I guess I never I, knew how serious your weight was. I mean, I, I was knew four, it was, I mean, 450 pounds. I mean, I, there, there were times where I had a hard time even just taking care of myself after the bathroom. I mean, it was, that was when I knew I was in serious trouble. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to bring her with me. I mean, I wanted to, I, I remember the Christmas before we got divorced. One of the Christmas presents I bought us was dancing lessons so that we could spend an evening together 
doing something that I had never been able to do for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't looking for a change. I was just looking to, 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 to be able to live long enough to, to walk you guys down the aisle and see my grandkids. Right. Um, and that's, but at some point, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know, but it's nobody's business, but your mom and I's. Um, right. But, you know, Travis, Travis hits it on the head here. Never in the history of marriage has a happy, good marriage ever ended in divorce. A hundred percent. That's right. There was always underlying problems. Um, yeah. We just, we just worked through it. Uh, but at some point it got to the point where you couldn't work through it anymore. So. Yeah. But to, 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 those, to those that say, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. No, what you need to do is you need to be a happy person. You need to be content in your life. And that will reflect on your kids. So. Absolutely. Okay. That's uh, enough of that serious topic. Uh, we're going to get a word from Wintrust Mortgage. And then uh, Caitlin is... Because Kyle gives such great advice and has such great programs, uh, he always reminds us uh, to remember the good, those good things. So now Caitlin's assignment was she's going to come up with a memory and see if I remember this. I'm sure it's probably something that's going to embarrass me uh, or something that I did wrong. But Kyle sat down with a fellow realtor of, her, of his and they worked out some questions of what you guys might be wondering right now. Uh, with in regards to buying a house or getting a rental property or whatever. So we're going to listen to one of these questions from Kyle and his friend, and then we'll be right back. Our first question for Kyle is, what different programs do you offer? Uh, we have a wide variety of programs, whether you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned investor. We offer Iowa Finance Authority, which will allow you to purchase a home with no money down. Uh, we also offer USDA and VA, which there are some restrictions with those, but again, no money down uh, scenarios. And then we have your traditional conventional FHA um, products for anybody that would fit into those buckets. And then from an investment standpoint, we do offer some brokered out options, uh, bank statement loans, DSCR loans, um, and for self-employed folks, uh, this one was one of the tax returns. Perfect, thank you. All right, uh, again, if you guys are looking at buying a home, refinance, any of those things, please give Kyle Lehman a call, 515-473-0546. He will hook you up. Okay, Caitlin, now it's time. You get your segment. You get to right. quiz me on a memory. All right. Okay. Well, this one, this one I just have to bring up because it's the most classic one, and then I'll bring up a remember when. Okay. So the classic memory, remember when... I came home from school one day. It was after the divorce. We were still living on the house on spring. And I don't know if you had picked me up. I mean, you always picked us up from school. I think. 
Yeah. Or grandma had dropped us off. We would grandma would drop you off and I would pick you up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Because I, I got off at two 30. Yeah. And we would go get a, a a happy meal snack because they were cheap on early out Wednesdays. We would go get a, a happy meal from McDonald's. You know, it's, I thought about that. You know, I actually thought about that today because I found this series on Hulu called the food that made America. And there's a whole thing on there about the wars between Burger King and McDonald's yeah. and their development of the kids happy meal, like revolutionized the restaurant industry. So, Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So. Anyway. So I had, I was walking up the driveway and the trash was out on the curb and I see this <laughs> plastic purple cheetah girls guitar <laughs> sticking out of the garbage can. And I was pissed because previously you would always sit in our rooms you you would clean especially before gastric bypass surgery your cleaning was you would come sit in our room and this isn't anything i mean you couldn't physically clean our rooms right you would come sit in our rooms and hold a trash bag and say get rid of shit like do you really need this? And I would be like, yeah, I really need that. And so if you were doing it with me, you really couldn't get as rid of as many things as you wanted. Uh, FYI, so, do the same thing to Josh and Jordan now. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, and then this was after your gastric bypass. And so you, you were really into like getting that house decluttered and cleaned up. And I came home from school and my plastic cheetah girls guitar was sticking out of the trash can and all my princess dresses, shoes, fake jewelry, toys. I grab all of it. All of it. Eight years old. Crash my way back into the house with all this and drop it on the floor. Okay. First of all, let's back up. <laughs> it was on the house on Southeast 6th. Yeah. On you, you At that point, you were going to Lovejoy. And... No, because we didn't live in Lovejoy when we didn't. I didn't go to Lovejoy oh, when we right. lived in that that's house. Right. So I was. I, I was, was cleaning that stuff out because we were moving to the new house and we did not have room for stuff. And in my defense, those princess dresses did not fit you anymore. Um, I don't know. I'm sure I put one on <laughs> to prove you wrong. I'm sure you didn't. No. I was yes, so I do. Mad. We, and it's traumatizing. I, I my, was hoping I was hoping the garbage guy was going to show up or that you were not going to see it. Yeah, what's so, your memory of that day? Uh throwing it away, I knew that if you saw it I was going to you I was going to be in trouble. Well, you should have hid the dead And I was hoping because you left the guitar And I was hoping out. that you I was hoping that you would not notice cuz the next morning uh um Mom says she's pretty sure it was on McKinley. It was not on no, McKinley. No, it was not. It was on, on Southeast Six because I was cleaning it all out so that we could move on McKinley. So yeah, um, I was just because the garbage was, I think, the next day, and I was hoping I'd slip it by you. Travis says he personally thought I was funny or fat. I was the Chris Farley, and then I got skinny and couldn't drink and got all serious. <laughs> yeah, I know. I pulled out of it. I'm much more jollier now that. <laughs> At some point, I'd like to find that happy medium where I'm really jolly and super skinny. That's what I'm looking for. So I don't, I don't think that's possible. I just think that skinny people are unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's um, funny. My real remember when? Oh, I just lost it because it was good. Oh, remember when? 
when Tyler and I, we had the trampoline and we had the trampoline backed up to that deck. And I don't know if you remember that deck had steps yep. that went all the way down and then it was a platform and it used to have a railing, but the railing we just got rid of because it was falling apart. And we put the trampoline right next to the deck so we could jump from the deck onto the trampoline. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember when we had that old karaoke machine and we would play WWE tracks and make yes. our own entrances going down the deck steps and yes. then doing a wrestling move on the trampoline? Wasn't there a kid that lived in the apartments over there? His name to... was Chad. Yeah. Tyler's friend. Yes. Yep. And they would come over and do all kinds of crazy moves and, and whatever. They would wrestle. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah. uh and then I think we kept that tradition alive with the house on McKinley because it had the, I'm not a balcony, inside it had that, you know, the rooms were upstairs, but it wasn't like a full hallway. Yeah. It was like half ledge yeah. that yeah. you could look over and see the living room. And then it had a set of stairs going down into right. the living room. And we would. Travis said it probably wouldn't be so bad, except you and Tyler shared a room upstairs instead of having separate rooms because there was a dedicated baby, bo- baby Actually, room. We had separate rooms until the divorce. Then we both right. had to share a room. Then you had to share after that. But I do remember Jessica bagging up all those beanie babies when you guys moved in, Travis. And Tracy got pissed. Well, pardon me if you don't want to live in a room that looks like it's decorated by a seven-year-old. Didn't you have all those steins in there, too? Yes, that, I, that your grandmother gave me. Uh, your mom's mom gave me for Christmas and... And I lost in the divorce. So I'm guessing. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't, we I don't have keep those. that same wrestling not that I'm, we brought. Not that, not that I'm bitter or anything. You know, somebody that asked for the lawnmower in the divorce when she's living in an apartment. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> we kept the wrestling tradition alive in that new house going down the stairs. But this time we could add Jordan and Joshua with their little mm-hmm. where the wild things are footy pajamas. Oh that yeah, that were literally my favorite because yeah. they were always so cute and snuggly. And then Mom and I, when we got married and came back from Mexico, we brought you all uh, those Mexico those, uh, mm-hmm. Licha Lubra masks. Jess was like, "Do you think I could bag all these up?" And I told her, "You said it was cool, even though I never asked." <laughs> nice. Now the truth comes out. See, this is what this podcast oh, is about. Man. Now the truth That's comes awesome. out. You know, I think we need to have Travis as a guest. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I'm going to be there next week. In two weeks, I'll be there in, in Makokita. We'll have Travis on with us. Yeah. If he's not working. maybe Because he's working. there was a period of time where Travis lived with us. So I think we need yes. to know what it's like living right. with the Shipleys. Yes. Well, I can tell <laughs> From you an was. outside perspective. I was a, I was a jerk. <clears throat> but that's also I, because... I, I, that's that's also because he was spending a bunch of money on beer and I was letting him live there for free. But that's a whole other story. Okay, so last segment, and then we're gonna get off here. Uh we uh of course are <clears throat> have these great sponsors, but Betfred Sports is our studio sponsor, and we always talk about what's the best bet. We're gonna flip it around because usually we talk about what we're streaming or whatever else, what's the best bet to watch, yeah. which I would recommend. The food that America uh, made, uh, that made America, it's super interesting. But yeah, when we were I'm driving home Black yesterday, Mirror currently, oh, I've heard that's really good. Yeah, it. Uh, mom wouldn't like it. It's not a show for mom. Right. <laughs> yeah, and no, it is a little. Uh, it is a little. Uh, 
little difficult. That's, uh, that's one you have to watch on your phone. Right. So, <laughs> Caitlin and I were driving home yesterday, and I don't even remember. Oh, I know. We uh, I got a three-month trial on Sirius Radio for free. So, we activated it, and we were listening to uh, 90s pop. And She Bangs comes on from, uh, God, who's the original singer? Uh, Ricky somebody, I don't know. Anyways, I said, oh, my God, this song's super famous by William Hung. And Caitlin had no idea what I was talking about. So she was going to YouTube it. And I said, no, wait, no, wait. We're going to play it tomorrow night. And I want to get your honest reaction of William Hung singing She Bangs. And I want your genuine reaction. Okay. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen this. So the five minute one. Ricky Martin. Travis said Ricky Martin. That's right. Okay. No, it's the minute 15. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. It's everything you wish for. Minus site traffic is skyrocketing until the not sponsored. Not sponsored. The next key. What's your name? My name is Ryan. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice to see you, buddy. Let me tell you what I'm going to sing. I'm okay. singing Ricky Martin. She bangs. She bangs. Yes. It's a good song, so but um, so it's either I really do well by lighting up the stage, right, or I don't. The producers, cast, and crew would like to express their gratitude to engineering student William Hung for showing up and shaking his bonbon. Okay. William. Yes. Talk to me. Tell me your name. You blow me off like it's all the same. You lit it fuse and I'm taking away like a bomb. Yeah, baby. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, baby. But she moves. She moves. Paul is dancing. She stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. She bangs. She bangs. I'm wasted by the way she... Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Wait. You know what makes that... Hold on. You can't sing. You can't dance. So what do you want me to say? And you know, I have no professional training of singing. No, we didn't believe it either. Well, that's the surprise of the century. You know what makes it even better is when we started <laughs> watching it yesterday. Oh, uh, the five-minute one, the intro. He was all, "I want, I, I want to be a famous singer in America." He yeah. was like so composed. And I know. So like he's so like the complete juxtaposition of him coming in and going, she bangs, she bangs. Oh my god. No, Simon Simon invented sarcasm. Oh, huh? and then and then what's her name got really pissed at Simon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Paula. For being mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was pissed. They're not that mean anymore. Oh. They're uh they uh Gosh. William Hung has now transitioned to into a po- professional poker player in entertainment and an entertainer. I do have a lot of friends and fans, which I'm grateful for. I do have my fair share of critics and people who don't like that I do. And that's okay as well. I see myself as a hustler and an entrepreneur. There's a lot I'm doing, but I still feel like I haven't established myself yet. I wish that he would make a version of himself now and upload it to YouTube of so, him singing She Bangs all these years later. I will tell you, he sang, they brought him back on on the finale that year, and he sang again on the finale. I'm sure people went wild. Right? Have oh, you ever heard man. of the, uh, you ever heard of Pants on the Floor? You ever heard that guy? I don't think I have. Pants on the Ground by this dude. <laughs> Are you serious? You haven't heard this either? No. 
Okay, here we go. Hold on. And then I swear we'll get off here. Oh, my God. This is old school American Idol now. So Yeah. All right. <laughs> Images of pants on the floor. Right? Point forward. And another ad. Pages. Not sponsored. Right? Not It'll sponsored. Never be the same. In Welcome back. Let's bring it up here. Hurry up. Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, with the gold in your mouth, hat turned sideways. Who is the guest judge? Is that Mariah Carey? That's Mariah J. Blige. Oh, Mary J. Blige. Hey, yeah. Looking like a fool. <laughs> Gosh. That was when they would like show a lot of the dumb people during the auditions. And it's, then people didn't I mean, like it. Right. Like, we're making so, fun of them. Right. What I didn't, I, well, here's what I'll say. When they brought on people who really, like, thought they were good and didn't weren't in on the joke. It's the people that weren't yeah. in on the joke that I'm like, ooh, that kind of hurts a little. Like, right. I feel a little bad about that. But, the people, like, the pants on, that guy, pants on the ground guy has to be in on the joke, right? Like, Yes, yes. You know what I, I mean? So. Like, he has to know, right. I'm going to go here and audition with this song just so that I get screen time and everybody can laugh because it's funny. Right. hundred percent. All right. That's all we got tonight. Uh, Caitlin, I appreciate you coming on again. This is a lot of fun. I like this, uh, what we're doing here. And it's my bedtime reminder popping up on my phone. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's time to go. <laughs> yes. I'm aware. I know. Uh, mom's probably already in bed. So teach your hours. You got to go to sleep. Right. <clears throat> all right. So with that, we appreciate all the sponsors. We appreciate everybody listening, commenting. We'll see you guys in two weeks. And with that, we're out. <laughs>